Listener discretion is advised. This is Flash Black Radio. We are the usual suspects. I am DaVinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett the Third. To my right, I have... Hey, what's up? It's T-Rich. And dialing in today, we have the lovely incomparable... Uh, K-Sab. K-Sab. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are without one Mr. Slim Williams today, but otherwise, the usual suspects are here. We are in effect... Today's date is July 9th, 2017, and yeah, we are ready to jump in and go ahead and get started. So um, I had something interesting I was to talk about, but I think y'all should go ahead and pick up what y'all were talking before. This weekend, oh nigga, you done fucked up. Uh, let's just go ahead and dive right into the Rob Kardashian weight pool All right. of revenge porn and butt hurt ass feelings. So many of us were, like Christy and I were saying, minding our black-ass business earlier in the week or last week. And Instagram lit up with all the butt hurtness from one Robert Kardashian Jr., who was upset that his daughter's mother, one Angela Black China, last name I'm unsure about, uh, was laid up in the bed with, I think, a man named Ferrari. I don't know. Mm. She was laid up in the bed. Rob was mad. So he decided to take his feelings and go go to the gram. Black go China. to the internet. That's the best place to take your feelings when they hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take all your feelings. Lay down your burdens. Yes. Down on the internet. Cool, wait. I just want to say, I thought I thought it was Safari. I thought it was Menage's for the longest time. So when they kept saying, like, he not broke. He not broke. I was like, Ferrari, like, isn't that Nicki Minaj's ex? And then I saw a picture of him and I was like, oh, no, it's another cornball ass nigga. So apparently, yes, Ferrari and he's not broke because his chain costs about two fifty. Just saying. So Robert saw that. Right. That's what TMZ told me. He did not know how to deal. Wait, y'all frozen. And, you know, Chris was not around. Uh he couldn't cope. He did not have the, the, the skills necessary to deal with, with such a betrayal. So he, you know, he went to his friends on the Instagram and he basically cried. And then he went hard, hard, hard left and decided, like, hey. Your mama got to be around for you to cope. You made a baby. Let's dive into revenge porn. And he decided he was going to post China's naked pictures. On the Instagram, which is not allowed. It's illegal in several states, including California. And, yeah. I, you didn't see it? No, I, 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 I didn't see the pictures. No, I heard about it. I, I didn't see the pictures. She posted of, pictures of her breasts, talking about her right. nipples. Yeah, they were they, like the plastic surgeon messed up or something. He, he was not talked satisfied. about her, her butt just like... We were complaining a couple months ago. Hmm. 
when you shot up the club, you seem to like them nipples and that ass. But now. I, that's when, why, why we need machine gun effects. <laughs> but now you're upset. So I, I Shout didn't out see to any of the pictures. I just read the transcripts that were coming through. I but saw the pictures. Here's where I'm confused. I feel like. I feel like there's a lot of shit to unpack. Because here's where I get a little confused. Are we ashamed that China took money from T.I. and Tiny? Are we proud that T.I. and Tiny paid her money? Like, or do you just realize that you look like a cornball who looks like a cornball because you're trying to make some girl look bad because she took money for sex, but you fuck her. You made a baby with her. So, like, are you corny because... You had a baby with that girl or like I'm so confused about what we're supposed to think about anybody with how they putting themselves on blast because like I'm confused about her. Are we supposed to have some sympathy for you like you sending him the receipts of you fucking other niggas like and, and and his you know robe he and his bed. shit motherfucker mm-hmm. so you know he gonna put that shit out there to the public. I'm just confused about who looks bad here. Everybody. Because they all look bad to me. But I'm confused about, in their minds, who do they think looks worse? The other person or them for being with that person? I, I would just like to add this. <clears throat> I I don't know a great deal about it. <laughs> what I do know is what Snoop Dogg did, said, which was hilarious. He was a sucker and you got licked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She saw a sucker and she licked him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, was, like, Snoop like basically put everything in perfect perspective. But what I will say is this, from from my opinion. I don't really know all the details of what happened, but from what I understand, Rob Kardashian paid a lot of money over the past couple of months in terms of like plastic surgery, allegedly. Like he paid a, allegedly a hundred thousand dollars, but he also supposedly paid a lot in terms of jewelry and gifts and stuff like that. So like, I just want to point out, like you might have been clowning her for like basically taking money from Ti. In, in in tiny, but that's a business transaction. If that's the transaction she made, if you're doing the same business transaction when you're paying like a hundred thousand dollars for plastic surgery, you might not view it that way. But to me, that's payment, and like you know, that's Riley Esco one on one from Boondocks. You know what I'm saying, but but you paying though, you know what I'm saying? So like you know, uh, you know, like these random bras is eating Cheddar Bay biscuits. I'm just saying, I just like you know, fam ain't eating. I don't know. I just. I guess my thoughts on it are... He made a baby with her, which right. means he repeatedly slid his raw dick in her pussy and came all in it. And that's the like so after-school version, ladies and gentlemen. The part where I'm concerned and confused for everyone is who looks bad here, Rob? Do you look bad because you fucked mm-hmm. this broad? But that's what I'm saying. Does she look bad because she fucks... Like, you're you're some trick ass nigga because you just said exactly what I'm saying. Exactly what I'm saying. Yes, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So basically, you're trying to clown her, but you that's what Snoop was saying. You right, knew but I don't. Was. Yeah, I think he's too too much in it though to see that he looks foolish, and he thinks like, oh well, if I they if all I are, though. they everybody looks foolish. Because Kylie, and but Kendall, let me just say this: they all look foolish. Every single one of them, regardless of what the fuck China did, regardless of how it hurt your feelings, she did not deserve to have her 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 business put on Instagram. I don't disagree with that at all. 
if she wanted to put it up there, that's one thing. But for him to put it up there, you know, that's I, the, the I can't irony agree is, with I don't that. even think it probably even bothers her. I mean, it's not like she didn't actually do that for a living. I, I don't think I she legit cares. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just like it's disrespectful and it's unnecessary. I think she's just a, a little bit over, a little bit overrun. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, you wanted to, I mean, cause it was, it was hours. It was hours that he went on this Instagram tirade until Instagram like disabled his account. And then he decided, and, like, and then he took it to Twitter. He, took, he went to Twitter because he was and like, I am now. not done. And people followed him though, which is, you know, that's a whole nother thing right there. Honestly, we could, everybody we likes a meltdown. It was a complete. I don't train wreck you don't think you you don't think you like it until you see it like i i happened to see it on instagram i was like what the i heard about it like they were talking about it on on satellite radio i was like okay like and i just went on about my life i figured i would hear about it eventually yeah i saw it like i saw one post (laughs) and i was like okay this is a lot rob and then the post just kept Kept coming coming. (laughs) and kept coming and kept coming and it's like dude where's your mama can she come take your phone like this is too much, Insane sir. Insane that control Trump's phone, controlling his. Just let him go. <laughs> so no, I mean everybody looks bad. Everybody's a horrible person. Um, I don't necessarily feel bad for China, but I don't think that she deserved to have her her pictures posted on Instagram, in Instagram, Instagram without her consent. I agree with that. I will. I will simply say, and again, I'm not going against what the, what you just said. And hold on, if I can just say China, just being China, can we? Sure. I mean, whatever that means. I don't, I don't really know. I well, I mean, if she took money from Ti and yeah, yeah, that's what Snoop was saying. She is who she is. She, she is was who, who she, she was. is. She was who she was. You knew what was going on when you met her. Yeah. When you shot up the club, <laughs> she saw. You knew sucker. what was going on. You <laughs> knew who you them. were getting. You know, it's not like you know you got some woman that was like. In the church, and all of a sudden, she decided she wants to like you know do threesomes and fuck some guy named Ferrari. Like you got who you the got. The guy's name is Ferrari. I mean that. I mean you know that that shows you where standards are. Like you know, come on, man. Like you know that's let's, like, huh? Let's all be honest. Let's all be honest. We're not being honest. She dated him to spite Tiger mm-hmm. and the that little Jenna the girl. Yeah, that is the theory. But he, no. What the fuck else is it? Because what about them says functional, loving, healthy, Not in ever. it to win it? But wasn't Black like China cool with Kim at first too? Wasn't, wasn't Black China supposed to be cool with Kim also? And she they was fell out? until her little sister started fucking her boyfriend. Right. So, so no. Whoa, 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 and then, and oh, then yeah, she's right. yeah. with Amber Rose. She's friends with Amber Rose. So it's always been a tense situation. Mm-hmm. And, like, the other reality is Rob don't get off here because you dated that bitch to spite your sisters. She He dated her to spite his sisters, to spite his mother. They went, they got their little reality TV show, and they was both of them all on their high horse, like, look, Kardashians, he don't need you to live, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And she was steady antagonizing them. The whole situation is fucked up. Because ultimately, they made a human being. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a person in all of this. There's a child that came out of this. These are two people's parents. And for as entertaining as it is to everybody else, this is actually the Sad. first year of somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Just this is the, the chaos that somebody is spending the first 
12 months developing their little brain in this bullshit, that fuckery. Well, I wasn't going to go to that that extreme, and I think that's a very good point. But all I was going to say is, like, you know, I feel like as messed up as what Rob did was, to a certain degree, like anybody that signs up for the roller coaster ride that is the Kardashian experience, man, like, like whatever comes with it, man, you can't be mad at it, good or bad. And I like, I just no, I dis- I, I no, I, t- I totally disagree with that. You know, like Kim, Kanye, Chloe, the other one, all are the they case. all a shit show? In their own rights, yes. But the reality is, you know what I'm saying, I don't think that, you know what I'm saying, Kim and Kanye or Courtney are doing anything that exposes their children to some kind of shit that it's like, dude, are you going to survive this? Are you ever going to be okay? When you look at Rob and Black China, which parent do you want? Country's door number three. Real talk. Like, which parent do you want? I don't want either one. Which one looks like they reasonable, rational, reliable in any way, shape, or form? I mean, but it seems like the pattern of the family, though. I mean, it's just like, you which know, like, no, the Kardashian family. Like and Scott, no, it Gisick, doesn't. Whatever his name no. is, a hot mess, too? Like, I don't, I don't, look, I don't follow the Kardashians, to be honest with you. So I really can't speak that eloquently upon it. All I do know is that there's a lot of just negative shit that like swirls around yeah, the family. That's all I'm saying. Shit, negative shit swirling around in the press is not the same thing as two people's parents viciously attacking each other in the press. That's two different things. Yeah, Instagram is the press now? It actually kind of is. Okay. It, yeah, like, it is. People it's don't really form. use publicists anymore. A lot of times they just like go to Instagram to address okay. things. I, I, that like, have look, like, I'm, I mean, I'm I, get, I get my news off of Twitter. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, look, all I'm trying to do is just trying to get an understanding. Like again, I don't really follow the Kardashians. I'm not emotionally invested. With whatever happens to them, to be honest with you, I'm just saying. Like you know, as far as like you know, all the stuff that goes in with the the car. I mean, like Rob to me has seemed to be very unstable for a very long time. This seems to be a pattern of when women run afoul of what he feels is acceptable, then he goes out and he puts them on blast and he does a whole bunch of extra shit. Or reportedly beats them. And then there's that. Like, what you know, like, that is, is, is Black China the only ones that make that claim? Adrian Bailon. See, I don't even know who that is. Adrian Bailon on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He beat her on TV? He beat her on TV? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He beat her on TV and he didn't get, get charged? Yeah. On Keeping Up With The Kardashians. No. He literally beat her on, or was there, there was an aftermath where you saw that she was beat. Yes, he put his hands on her on TV. There's a clip. You can look it up. Neither, obviously, I didn't know that part. Like, that's crazy. Well, it's not surprising, uh, but, you know, it's in the sense that, like, you know, because he's a Kardashian that he can do that and get away with it. But, you know, whatever. <sighs> You're not going to go there, Lee. Calm down. <laughs> so that was a. Uh, yeah, man. One day's fuckery. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to him regarding oh, these, six these whole uh, revenge porn charges. He ain't going to do no time. He might oh, get like house arrest. Which is like nothing for him. Yeah, yeah. Because he stayed in the house for so long. Mm-hmm. And he probably have to do like some type of anger management and counseling, some shit like that too. And they'll make a show out of it. He'll get paid for it. You know, Just, you know they're going to spend well, that into like money. Six months. Well, it's like six months. There's overcrowding. He'll probably get sentenced to like three months and end up doing like three hours. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I, I really doubt that he'll spend any time in, in incarcerated. He'll probably get processed or some shit like that. But I, I doubt it. 
You might not in your process. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see it. But you know, I, I am no expert. Thank you for sharing, though. Appreciate that. Sharing is caring. <laughs> Speaking of sharing is caring, um, I just want to spread this. I'm going to first of all say that uh, this is a complete myth. But it's one of those things that got me thinking like, oh, shit, this would be like really bad if it were true. Um, I was talking with a, a friend yesterday uh, who, you know, another Takia that you that, you know, um, and she was saying that she had um, heard of like a study that passed. And again, this is this has been debunked. This is not accurate, but I just thought it was worth sharing because I just just go with me on this. So basically the story was that this. Um, older lady had donated her brain to science or whatever. They did an autopsy. They were analyzing and assessing her brain matter. And they found like three distinctive um, strands of DNA that were distinctly male. And they were like, like extremely confused and perplexed by this because obviously this woman, like why is there male DNA in her brain, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and what they came to discover according to this study and this story was that the uh, the DNA um, originated from the three men that she had been with. She basically gotten married, according to the story again, false, but she had gotten married um, to this gentleman in um, around World War II. Um, that was her husband. He got married. Uh, he, excuse me. He got killed in the war. And then she married two more men over the course of her lifetime. So she had been with three dudes, and those. And then they tested like basically like through DNA <laughs> of the of the children, and that was how they found out that that got carried along, passed along to what you call it, whatever. So this was passed along as like you know one of those things like okay, this is this this could be a thing, whatever. And it was like oh, this is terrible. I didn't hear the whole thing first of all. <laughs> so like like when I heard this, whatever, I was like, wait a second, this is like what's going on here? Like 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 you know like. And what was going on? So basically, the theory was, or the the studies had proven that um, through intercourse, uh, DNA could be transmitted. And like you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I was just like, this would be really, really bad. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 yeah, like, like basically, it's like genetic imprinting or something like that or whatever. So I was like, this would be really like bad, and <laughs> fucked up. But this was really true. It would be. Yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, she said. She's so. Like, what is not true is that you do not absorb the DNA from the people that you have sex with. Correct. But what is true is that when women have pregnancies, male That's children leave their fetal cells in their mother's brain. Chimerism, so yes. that is why. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not chimerism. It's, it's what it is, is fetal stem cells from when women have babies. That Their is that is the technical term for it. Release. I literally just read it. That is the technical term for it. It's like this is like form of chimerism. So basically, like yeah, I'm I'm going with you. So it is fetal cells. It could be from like Their previous pre- pregnancy. But yes, that's what I'm saying. They are from previous pregnancies, and they are fetal stem cells. And the theory is that when you have injuries in your body, one of the first cells that show up are these fetal stem cells. And the theory is that the body. The, the fetuses release these stem cells into their mother's bodies that then come to the aid of the mother to heal them in the case of injury. Because what do you need to live? A mama. Mm-hmm. And what do you want to do? Keep her alive. So your parasite has given you some beneficial bacteria to oh, help God. you flourish. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So that was the, the, uh, the, uh, 
the explanation, whatever, but there, there's a terminology for it. Um, oh, that's better than having every man you've ever had sex with. Ooh, I was that. like, like that, that's the first thing I said. That's like, ah, oh, well, like she, she uh, somebody was like, yeah, so I don't have to worry about nothing. If they, they ever look at mine, I'm good. I was like, I cannot say the same. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this, this is fucking you know, mess. This is, yeah, this is <laughs> terrible. Like, 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 this is terrible. Like, we don't want none of this. Like, like, yeah, type of conversations we need to have now. I just think college was fun. This is awesome. Thank 20s. you, children, for trying to save me. I mean, they're ungrateful, so I mean, at least they give you something back. <laughs> <laughs> now they can throw that up in your face. Bitch, I saved you. I mean, I say, this, I say this as somebody who really wants to be a parent. Children are parasites. Because the definition of a parasite is something that lives off you and doesn't give anything back. And children don't give anything back. They that joy is love. bullshit. Medical chimerism, that's what it is. That's bullshit. So yeah, yeah, I I agree. I, I feel like the same way. It's a very symbiotic relationship, and uh, yeah. No, it's not symbiotic. It's parasitic. Yeah, no, it is, but like you know, it can still be symbiotic. But like you know, like it, no, I I agree no, that it's parasitic no. though, because like you know, at the end of the day, like, like you know, it leeches off of you, spells its ways through you. It's like it's it's a you know. In the case of mothers, of they burn. literally take the calcium out of your fucking bones and teeth. They're parasites. Okay. I just said it's a cuter version of tapeworm. Yeah. I saw the tapeworm, you lose weight. There's nothing symbiotic about that. Symbiosis <laughs> is like when we all get something out of it. Indeed, indeed. So that that was my weird story uh, for the... Uh, I wanted to share whatever because like, like, you know, like, wait a minute. This is... It's like, of course, I had to fat check it, whatever. So when I was like, okay, 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 we can breathe easy. Thank you. Interesting. (laughs) So I had posted this story on Facebook earlier this week while I was sick, and I was hoping it was fake. But then I got better and I fat checked it. And it turns out that our president, who owns a chain of hotels throughout the world, is staying in state accommodations courtesy of Germany at the G20 summit because they didn't get hotel hotel reservations. Yeah, they happened that happened to um the Secretary of State, um what's his name now? I can't Rex remember. Tillerson. Tillerson, yeah. Rex Tillerson. Yeah, that happened to him too. They forgot to make um and that's what happens, you know, fill out the State Department as a co worker was how under no, 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 no. Let's let's take it presidential. I know too. nothing about security, mm-hmm. but I do know that a whole rack of motherfuckers spend a whole lot of time and energy guarding on a president. And I refuse to believe that Secret Service did not step to somebody several different times and say hey guys what we need saying? to make this hotel reservation because we tend to book i don't know a quarter of a hotel you know what i'm saying and i really believe that since there are 20 other countries who are making hotel reservations for their heads of state that there is probably a pecking order and i don't know countries like the united states the uk france they probably get first dibs i'm pretty sure that there are countries who are waiting for us to decide where you gonna stay so that we can figure out what's left over. I'm also and pretty sure that these hotels sell out. That's huh? what happened. I said I'm also pretty sure things sell out. Exactly, but I, but I refuse to believe that at no point in time there were not people who were like, but we got this summit in July and you need to make these reservations. And I believe that a bunch of people who don't know what they were doing were like, we own hotels. That's July. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Until... 
there was no place for you to stay. Yeah, and I just no want to know stay, but I, if you hotels. can't book hotel reservations oh, to Jesus. a conference, come with it. How do you run a country? Come with it. Will you say that one more time? If you cannot book hotel reservations to a conference, how the fuck do you run a country? I don't run a country. I don't run shit by myself, but I know when I travel, I need to book somewhere to lay my head. I just don't this understand. Basic common ass sense. One of the many. And like, if I, I was Christy. a member of a G20 nation and I knew you were staying on the state's couch, mm. I would have no respect for you. And I could not actually sit with you in a meeting because y'all niggas can't get into hotels. The fuck? You couch surf. I expect you to be able to what? Carry out policy and act policy. Know what the fuck the policy we're talking about is. I expect you to I at mean, least know when you shit. should turn around and look at the screen. Just, but you can't. I guess that's why he sent that. his daughter. We are. <laughs> he also sent his daughter. But you just know, like she doesn't like. really like to get into politics. She's not I a political tell. savant. The way she weighed and waist deep in these political waters. Yeah, well, I that's think. like some hoe ass fuck boy fucking everything, saying like, "But you know, I don't really like to get in pussy." Really, nigga, I can't tell because <laughs> you always in it all the damn time. Please show me something contrary. I'm just gonna say that your your uh, similes today, <laughs> the both of you, are spot on. That that was me channeling Slim mean, right there. Find the lie. <laughs> I really posted it and was like, this got to be fake. No, nah, it was real. This can't be real. No, nah, it was real. But and then my it's not the first time. fact checked it for me because it popped up again. It was not the first time. In the time, Washington though. Journal this time. Yeah, but it was not and the first time. And I was like, time. oh, you're right. It wasn't. Time. It wasn't even the third time. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that, that's, what, that's, what makes it, that's what makes it disconcerting. Like, how do you make the same mistake more than once? This is kind of a this big mistake. This one was just from a news source. That I could not ignore like the other ones I was like well maybe you know maybe it's fake yeah, hopefully yeah. it's fake this must be like like DNA semen like in the brain it's like yeah like yeah this can't be real your president is sleeping on somebody's couch asking for extra bedding because he didn't know how to make he turned the thermostat up it's cold at night he did not know how to make no <laughs> one in his employment knew how to make hotel there is a website called Hotels.com Could have gone there I mean how much simpler does the shit get It tells you right there And the G20 is like A big ass deal It's like I don't know like 20 countries Is, is, is it bigger than the G8 Just a little bit Okay, Bigger than the G9 Slightly uh, Okay I'm just—I don't know how this works. Nineteen other countries okay. knew they needed to make hotel reservations. Your dumb ass, your dumb orange ass, did not think you needed to have somewhere to lay. But he sat with Putin for like two and a half hours, or and something he pressed like him. I pressed him twice on whether he had something to do with the election, and he denied and it. He did it. Vehemently, but didn't he? But didn't he say afterwards that the Russia probably had something to do with it? But there's no way we'll ever know. I think he said that well, after what the I first know press. Is that they're both saying that they're going to come up with a joint task force. Yeah, that's going to go far. <laughs> to, to prevent 
Jeez. election hacking in the future. Oh, yeah. So that'll actually make it easier to hack. Like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Show me your controls. <laughs> what are your passwords? <laughs> yeah, this Just give me all your passwords. Combined yeah. with the Republican Party asking for everybody's voter registration information. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I feel like we need to veer away from this. Because everyone's getting angry. I'm going to, yeah, I, I'm going to tell you why. It, first, I don't know why. Well, I actually know why. Um, that makes no sense until I'm gonna I say this. I'm going to tell you why. I don't know why. I watched I The Handmaid's why. Tale a little bit more this past week. Uh, because, have you watched and, it? In a way, well, I know Christy's up on it. Yeah. Oh. Christy's finished. I have not watched the last five episodes. Okay. I was waiting for a binge. Yeah. I finished it yesterday. So you shamed me <laughs> by only being one episode <laughs> in. I was like, I was like, you're not gonna talk to me in the old kind of way. Uh, I don't live my life. No, I didn't say that. But uh, it was just like, uh, okay, let me catch up. So, although the, the series is very uncomfortable, to watch it. It's very interesting and thought provoking. So, and it like it gets more nuanced as it goes along. It's just like, oh shit, there's like a lot of different levels of like shade and discomfort and like just like wow. Um, I, on a side note, and y'all can judge me if you want, it's, it's, that's fine. But um, the the female lead was—they had a lot of close-ups of her face. I did not enjoy that. <laughs> I'm that, not judging you for that. Yeah, yeah. She's—it was like I feel like they could have done better, but you know, whatever. It's just like it's, it was very difficult for me at points. But I love her, but she is sometimes unattractive. She's and handsome. Sometimes she's not handsome. so unattractive, or sometimes just kind of. Weirdly beautiful. I I, I can't agree pretty. with that, but I mean that that's why it's subjective. I would just say she's a handsome woman, and they should probably pull back on the on the close ups. I'm just saying, that's just my opinion. But you know, all that being all that being said, it's a very thought provoking series, but it's very uncomfortable, and especially because all the stuff that's going on now, mm-hmm. it's just like wow, like you could see just some of the sentiment and the air that's floating around, just like how people are so ready to basically make whatever narrative makes them feel comfortable the law it's mm-hmm. like you know blessed are the meek that's what they would say all the time without and the, finishing yeah it's like for they shall inherit the earth but all they say is blessed, blessed are, are the, the meek, meek. it's like there's another part to that and that part is what makes that that statement so powerful and so encouraging and uplifting but when you say blessed are the meek and not as a form to uplift but as a reason to oppress but it's just like at the same time, the beauty behind this and the genius behind it was like for so many millennia, because it's been literally thousands of years, religion has been the like optimal tool with which to oppress people. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, it's a form of social control. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I felt like this hit it on a, a lot of different notes, and I feel there's so many people. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so in the handmaid's tale, da 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 da. And when I see stuff like this, the first thing I'm like, my motherfucker, this is shit they were doing in slavery. Like, like, come on, man. Well, yeah, I mean, because because of the impact that religion has had historically on so many people's lives, it's very easy to take parts of, I'm just gonna say, the Bible and mm-hmm. just kind of stick with Christianity because that's what I know the best. Um, it's very easy for people to kind of pick and choose parts from the Bible to justify whatever argument they're making at the time, mm-hmm. just kind of going back to what you were saying about blessed are the meek, mm-hmm. but you don't finish the whole scripture. Right. So you don't give all of the context. It's just like, okay, we're just going to like cut out this one little piece here. And that completely makes my argument. So yeah, 
cool, we're good. Like, <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to have men should not lay with other men. All the other stuff, ah. Who cares? Like that mixed you linens pork. and shit. Yeah. You can wear cotton yeah, yeah, yeah. and linen wool and... together. Like it's yeah, that's fine. perfectly fine. It's like, great. You know don't worry saying? about all of that. Oh, just, yeah. just if you're a man, don't fuck another man. Yeah. So I mean, or let's even take it more sinister. And all of that is a metaphor for the fact that y'all actually shouldn't be mixing ethnically, and because we want a pure race. Hmm. Right. Right. Because it's religious propaganda. I mean, I personally don't subscribe that's promoting, to religion. So that, that's promoting ethnic, you know what I'm saying, you know, cleansing mm-hmm. or purity or how, whatever have you. There's no such thing. Well... Or you, when you, when you, when you started from the from the from the dark continent, you know what I'm saying like you know you can't you can't lies, lies. <laughs> but I just I mean I think it was very Chrissy, interesting I how told they. You today, but I love you. <laughs> I think it was very interesting though how they you know used religion as this tool and basically went along and silenced the women, but. There was a woman who was very integral in the development of the laws that silenced the women. Oh, you're ahead of me. So shit. Okay, so now I gotta I gotta watch more. Damn it. All right. I fin- I told you I finished it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah. See, I know a little. I know the backstory, so I know that she bored as fuck, mm-hmm. mad as shit because she's successful. Mm-hmm. Now she ain't got shit to do. That's what you. So get. let me do this. Let me try this. See how. So. There, there are some, there are, there are a lot of questions I had when watching, and I don't want you to answer, but so many because again I'm behind and I do want to, you know. But there are just basic questions I have when I watch certain series or whatever. My mm-hmm. mind just goes off on tangents sometimes. Sometimes they're like trivial, but like one of the first things I thought was like, you don't really see old people. There's not a lot of older people. Just like so, what happened to the people who like, you know clearly had daughters like older men who like probably fought in wars and probably led corporations and shit like that what happened to those dudes like like maybe i don't maybe i don't want my my daughter being whored out (laughs) like that like what happened to those dudes well there were questions i had about just people in general in society yeah yeah i mean obviously if you're a a strong virile well not necessarily virile but if you're a strong man you Mm -hmm. can you know, like work for the security and the people that drive the black bands. And if you are a commander, you know, you're in charge of everything. And I guess they do have people who are still out fighting the war. Um, but if you're an older person or and we know, I mean, it kind of goes on, along and it gives you a little more information about the women who were, quote unquote, not able to integrate into society. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have the people at the colonies um, even though, based on the the description, it doesn't sound like there would probably be too many people there for too long. Yeah, that's that's what's that's my whole like. So I just had some questions about like, okay, but where does where is the society? I and I don't understand how they how like that society would not fold in on itself because if you if you look at it like the the birth rate of that society will probably flame out in less than a generation because there's nothing to sustain it. Right. If people aren't being born in a, in a fast enough clip, if like like I did get to the point where it's like okay, one in five children on average make it to full term and actually, but even after that, they're still like in danger of mm-hmm. like dying, like and, and like. So it's just like 
that is like scary statistics. And these are all the people of the women that can actually like rear children. So like even if you get pregnant, it's one in five that the child will like make it. And on top of that, a lot of the dudes are sterile, but they won't say that they're sterile. Because they're men. Because they're men. And why would you like challenge them or make them feel less than men? And it's just like, it's a lot. Of, but I can, you know what? That shit right there. Is, and it's like, but the craziest thing though is like, while the men were oppressive, a lot of the heavy lifting and a lot of the heavy oppression came, came from, from the, the women. Mistresses. The mistresses. The, the, yeah, the wives. And why, not just wives, but the, the, the Aunt Lucy's or whatever they mm-hmm. are. Like, yeah, it's just like, it's just like yeah, well, I can understand to a certain certain extent why the wives, and I thought like the, like the mistress of a, of a, of a, of a plantation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, like this person is in my house. They're, they're doing something. Like they're, they're taking their attention. They're literally the, having sex with, with my husband, husband while there. I lie here yeah. and watch because her head is in my lap. Yeah. That was the most... Uncomfortable. That's what I was saying. Like, like after I watched the first episode, I was like, I don't know if I can do this though. It's like it's just because this is like this is clearly this is, that this part was like this is clearly rape. <laughs> very, very clearly rape. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's like that shit is uncomfortable for me. Like, like uh, not but, only is it rape, but why the wife? It's like consensual rape, which makes it weird, huh? What you say? Why the wife gotta participate? Because the way they explained it was like there's this. Um, they, oh, they connection. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, they they talked about it. they talked about how they came up with making it the ceremony, mm-hmm. and that if the wife is there, then you know they are all as one. No, it was trippier though. It wasn't even that. What was actually worse to me? Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna say necessarily worse, but what was as trippy was when uh, the crazy one eye broad had the kid, and the, uh, the wife came Ugh. in behind her and was acting like she was pushed like. Uh, she was like she's making uh, pushy faces and shit. Like, 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 and so is this gonna be the narrative? Like, like, I like mm-hmm. they gotta have this narrative. Right, was, like, she, was she with the labor too? Yeah, I was like, what the? Mm-hmm. Oh my! Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like this, like I'm gonna say this, like ladies and gentlemen, if you if you have not watched The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu and you have Hulu, I would strongly encourage you to watch it. But I will say that the themes and the the subject matter and the concept is very, it, it's. It, it, it will it will it will test some some boundaries of comfort for most. I'm not saying all, but I I will say for many. So yeah, I can think of someone who would probably be okay with it. But I mean, just in <laughs> in in watching it, um, <laughs> a little shade. I would, I would disagree with that, but okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I would disagree. A little shade. With that. Um, but the part that stood out to me was just. How quickly and easily things went so hard left. Yeah. And it's just kind of like looking at our society now and just like, if you look at our society, if you look at the people in, in power, there was a, um, there was a thing posted, I think it was on Facebook some weeks ago about like if something happens to, to Trump, like how many, people you have to go through before there's a decent person that's left to be the president and there's a bunch of white men of course uh, but it's just like okay these are the people in power and I can very quickly see how how this could escalate and we could possibly maybe be in some tripped up reality that we didn't think was I mean we're in a tripped we up reality now. now yeah I mean, you all elected a fucking reality star. It was bad enough when you elected a quote-unquote movie star with Reagan who's, who started this 
this horrible decline. But then you decided to like up the ante. That is very true. And mm-hmm. he's revered for starting it. That's crazy because the revisionist history. May I add on to what you, what you were saying? Which part? Um, well, it, it, <laughs> so you were saying like the, the hard left part. And I was just saying in the in the show, and I'm not giving away because there's a lot going into the show or whatever, but in the show in early goings of the, the first season, they make an allusion to a massive terrorist attack. I won't say what happened as a result of it. Mm-hmm. But that same rationale was mm-hmm. used on us mm-hmm. in 9-11. And after 9-11 happened, and mind you, it's, it's been proven that the intel was there, that they knew an attack was pending six months prior to 9-11 happening. So they were aware that things were afoot and did nothing about it. By they, I mean the intelligence community. More could have been done. I don't know how much can be stopped or whatever. And there's like speculation as to what was actually like. Dude, that's a lie. They couldn't have stopped anything. Terrorism is effective because it comes out of nowhere. No, I get that. No, but there, there, there are things that they clearly did have intel about. Like I've, no, I've read. No, but, but knowing that there is chatter is not the same thing as actually being able to have coordinated, you know, anything. And that that's but. Have- but what I'm saying is that is speculative and what I'm saying is speculative and what you're saying is speculative there's no way to know because it's already transpired what I'm saying is if you have intel and you don't actually act upon that intel that's saying that something bad is going to happen and you don't actually act on that intel then you're putting us in a worse position than if you actually try to do something about it that's all I'm saying so I'm not saying one way or the other what I am saying is after it happened the direction we went in we knew that Iraq had nothing to do with it but we Mm -hmm. used Iraq as the scapegoat we knew that Iraq, Iraq had no involvement. So when it started off, it was like, Iraq attacked us. Wait, that shit ain't work. Um, weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that shit ain't work either. Oh, we're going to go liberate a country. Like, third time's a charm. So what I'm saying is, after this attack happened, instead of taking a moment where we could have been more unified as a country, what they did is they did fear-mongering and tactics to say, hey, this is what happening right here, whatever, and then they pushed the Patriot Act through. And there's so many violations to our civil liberties that happen with the Patriot Act, which a lot of people still don't know about, like like no warrant, like uh, wiretaps and like no knock, um, like seizures where people just can come into your house without any court orders or anything like that and just run up in your shit and take stuff without you knowing and just leave. Like stuff like that is already on the books and it's already in place. It's already a precedent for it. So to me, when you talk about the hard left that happened in that story, And you juxtapose that with what's going on right now in our country, especially when we're talking about build a wall and, you know, like kick people out of like kick them to go back to Mexico and go back to here or whatever. Like denying visas. Yeah. Like like right now we are actually. Thank you. So that's all I'm saying. The rights, the reproductive rights of women. Yeah. And they're going to push for a lot more in the next. Mm -hmm. So like I can see where this can like go, like maybe not obviously in the same direction. Right. But like the idea of like I, this is like and this is even since I was We're in high school. We're already halfway there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Not, nothing about this is far fetched. They already I forget what state is it was it Tennessee Mississippi I don't know someplace I don't live passed a law that made it so that if you receive any kind of birth control you can be fired from your job evicted from your apartment. Basically mm-hmm. there is free reign to discriminate against you in any capacity. I believe that's Missouri. Might- uh, yeah, we talked about that last week. Uh, Missouri, who just also rolled back, who also rolled back their uh, St. Louis's minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe I believe that's the case. I know that I, I posted that. It's so much to keep track of because 
we're, we've, I mean, we, we've made a lot of regression. I'm waiting for somebody to introduce the bill. I'm waiting for somebody to introduce the bill that says you can beat your wife. That's coming. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, <laughs> patriarchy is like running so rampant in this society. And I, yeah, it's 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 a, a very difficult balance in trying to figure out like, okay, where we are now looks so ridiculous compared to where we were some years ago. And just kind of thinking about in The Handmaid's Tale, like you can see there was a, a point where they were like, upset or bothered by some of the changes but also like i can't believe this is happening but, but no movement but yeah like, and stood in place that's what was crazy but like, like like this shit is uncomfortable but we're gonna stand here right but when the the protest the turn the protest took that shit. that's I'd when I'd yeah out. i'd have been out i'm sorry I, i'd have been out like after i like, seen that firsthand and i get out of that i'm not staying in place no 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 no, no, no. And I, like the crazy thing was, and, and that's why I said there's so many things that like, you know, like the dude Luke, when they, they made the change where like, you know, like, okay, like women had to it's like all like literally at once pack up and leave their jobs at once. Mm-hmm. And Luke was just like, ah, I can take care of my like motherfucker. Like, 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 like it, it don't work like that. Like, like there, there are things to it's consider. A bigger issue. Yeah, I'm just saying, but it's just like it just like goes into it. But even the practice, just from the most practical nature, or whatever, like this is the way things are structured, and now we're changing that structure overnight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, how within ten minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're changing that structure overnight. Even if you were like, oh, I'm going to provide for like how, how sway, <laughs> like like for real, how? Because like you know what I'm saying, you're basically taking away their right to work. Mm-hmm. Not even their ability to. You're taking away their right to work. They can no longer earn a paycheck. So now you're like, you're like, yeah, and like, like on top of like the just how crazy the idea is. So I, I just think like the Handmaid's Tale. I, I I will try to finish it. I'll try to finish it this week. But it, it's, it's I'm not gonna lie, it's difficult to watch between the subject matter and and, and the rampant close-ups of <laughs> the lead character. Yeah, yeah. Weird ritual rape sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is oddly consensual, but not. It's just like it's it's so twisted. Not nothing consensual. It's, it's not it's consensual. No more sensual than like slave women living yes. in the house that had to have sex with the master. You know, there was there's no choice in this. You do it or you die. So if you want to call that a quote unquote choice, I mean. I guess on some yeah. fucked up ass level, that's but what I'm saying. it's all rape. It's that's what I'm saying. Rape. And then there are other women that are complicit with it, and they're mad at the fact that they're like this shit is happening. Like, yo, like I'm and being then, raped, but you're like you see these women being raped. You're there when they're raped, and then you're calling them whores. And then it's once like, you, wow. you get pregnant, you have a baby, you you like I hang out with that family hates. for a little while and nurse the baby, right, and then you go and you go to we're another facing, family, yeah. and you get raped by some other random. Dude, until you like produce a kid or don't, you know, because like if you don't, it's your fault. But it yeah. is your fault. Yeah. Again, like man, like I don't know if we actually like convince the people to watch the show. <laughs> oh, this is right. Like I don't know if I want to watch this. Well, it's not a comfortable subject. <laughs> it's matter. not at all. It's not at all. But I do think, per like you know, the way society is structured, I do think there's some things that you might want to just like just keep in the back of your mind if some things start looking like a little off. 
your spider sense goes off like where, where have I seen this before mm-hmm. and like this is one of those times like my TV might actually save your ass mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying just right. that is too funny it's true though TV might save your ass may I introduce a, a topic sure okay so um this, and this is actually a, a legitimate one the first one's kind of like just for play play but this is actually and and I think um, you would actually be a perfect person to speak on this, Takia, because of your profession. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to see the article I posted uh, uh, through Flash Black uh, regarding the NFL, former NFL player. Oh, that, Colin Kaepernick? No, 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 no. It's a former NFL player. Oh, the dude who shot his mama. And uh, he stomped her out. Oh, ooh. Oh. Yeah, 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 really? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's there, there's a... Okay, so... Um, oh, that's okay. So there's a former NFL player, um, and when I say former NFL player, he's not going to be anybody that most people remember because he only played four regular season NFL games, and it was some time ago. But um, if you read the story, it's like heartbreaking because it's like this kid showed signs of mental instability for years, and nobody did anything about it. It's like like you read this article. It's like like the whole time you're reading it because you know how it plays out. You're like, but why didn't they get him help here? Why didn't they get him help here? They damn sure should have got him help here. I mean, like some of the stuff they were there, like, and this wasn't just like one or two people. These are entire NFL teams and like colleges. He was showing signs of instability on his college team. Uh, all right. Instability in what way? Uh, um, go in a practice room and turn on the lights, and he's in there in the dark, facing the wall, and like you know, just staring off into space. He's not a person. He's a commodity. I think it. And w- that's how we treat commodities. Uh, they got I, in a tussling match. Next thing you know, she was on the ground. When I tell you, it's, it's like this very well written article. And it was like one of those things, but reading it, it's like, why didn't they get this kid help? They were stopping her out. Because he wasn't a person. He was a commodity. And that's how we treat no, him. No, no, no. This, this is, this, this, there, are too many, there are too many steps in, the, in this process. When I tell you this is a matter of years. So there's there, there, no, family right, that could have gotten help for him. Um, like that and chose, everybody was eating off of him. They were and not eating off of him. He didn't play but to like four NFL games. He was out of the NFL like super fast. So this is after he left the NFL, four years, five years after he left the NFL, this dude was homeless for a period of time. And he was like unstable. He was like, this is like years after he left the NFL that something could have been done before before this happened. So there was no eating off of him. He was not famous. He was not like a big name. He didn't make any money off the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like he was talented from what they said. He was like a physical, like... Specimen in terms of his ability to be able to do what he did, he could play nine different positions. So that that says wow. something. But at the same time, you know, like there's nothing. Commodity. Yeah. They often discovered Hall standing behind a door, staring at the wall without a word. Not even just once. They often found this. Exactly. And this is in college, so it's not the same thing in college. Like you're like you're like ah, like they're like you know, is that there's a part where they talk about where he's um. He's, he goes back to, to visit some teammates, and this is after he's left college or whatever. He goes back to visit oh, teammates, and one of his teammates has a dog. It's like a little chihuahua or whatever, and like they said, he fixated on his chihuahua. Like They couldn't distract him from this dog. So when they put the dog down, whatever he got down on all fours, all, on all fours, or whatever, and started like like you know like aggressively like running after this dog and chasing this dog around. 
like like that. And they were like, uh, I like the the report was like if he caught the dog, I didn't know whether or not he would pet it or kill it. Stuff like that is just like we like like people see stuff and like like but they don't actually act upon it. And it's like okay, like who? And it's not like I'm trying to. And then that's the way I posted the um the article. I said not to assign blame, but we need to do better in terms of how we like like address mental health issues because I feel like something could have been done now. He might have just been gone. Like it might not have been any bringing him back, but at least he might have been able to be put in a place where he couldn't have physically, like you know, killed anybody. That could have probably happened. But it's it's one of those things, man. It's just like I, I read it and I just felt so bad for the dude because it just felt like there are too many. And I, I can see your 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 good ways in mm-hmm. on this article. You see what I'm saying about there are mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities to do something. Mm-hmm. There's no eating off of this kid. No. So, I just thought that was something <laughs> worth bringing up. If you have not read the article, well, also if you look at like, um, and I kind of I went through a bit of the article, and the thing that stuck uh, stuck out in my head was the the part in the article where they said his words became garbled. He wore headphones to drown out the voices in his head. He laughed for no reason. He shouted violent song lyrics. And he had like a bunch of weird Facebook posts. But did you, did you read the first Facebook post that he had? Did they show? Um, I didn't read it. If you read that Facebook post, like, 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 dude, if you saw this, like, you weren't, and then you see the ones that come after it. Read that Facebook post. Religion, single seat, single engine, F sixteen, fighting Falcon fighter jet. So that's Her. what we call word salad. Natural ability has allowed, nature's ability has caused doubt. i thankful for my choice. I'm not scared of washer machines. I'm nice. I don't agree with communism. I'm nice. Of course, it's a little hard. But also, he's at the perfect age for a psychotic break. Uh-huh. And we'll, like, break that down. Like, what does that mean? Like, I, I, I'm so aware, for, so enlighten So me. for people who have been diagnosed with... Um, Certain severe persistent mental illnesses like schizophrenia, usually your psychotic break happens in like your early 20s. If you have late onset, it might happen in your early 30s. And so you could go along and have a a perfectly fine high school life and, you know, show promise. And you could be fine even in the early stages of, of college. And at some point, like you just start having symptoms. So the psychotic break is when you start having the, start exhibiting the symptoms of your mental illness. So if he's like saying how he's hearing voices and, you know, he's got this words, weird word salad thing going on and he was demonstrating isolative behaviors. They were saying how he would like stand by himself on the practice field and didn't really want to engage with his teammates. No matter how much they invited him to. Right. And everybody just kept saying, like, you know, he had this this weird behavior and he seemed, um, what was the word they used? Un, was it unsteady or unstable? They just, everybody, like all the teams that signed him and he would like sign with teams and stay with teams for like very short, short times. Which showed they saw promise in them, and they they were they, not opposed to eating off of them. But like, yo, they made them un- made them uncomfortable keeping him around. And then he started like, you know, like not keeping up with his hygiene, which is a very big sign. Eyes were bloodshot and vacant. His teeth weren't brushed. He smelled bad. He hadn't shaved or cut his hair recently, and he didn't seem to recognize his friends. 
Now, this is not to say that all people who are diagnosed with severe persistent mental illnesses are going to like stomp out their moms. That's not what we're saying. Not at all. Um, but it does highlight the fact that this country really needs to pay more attention to the importance of making sure that people have access to mental health care. Not and that people are comfortable enough doing it. Um, I think it's been an issue for a while. And I think I want to say it's getting slightly better. I think so. I think it's getting think slightly so. better with black people not feeling like, you know, going and seeing a therapist is a horrible thing and not feeling like seeing a therapist and talking to someone about your issues is weak a or, sign of weakness yeah. or not feeling like the only way you can get to the, get through this is if you go to church and pray it away or if you, you know, like go talk to the pastor and, you know, he's going to pat you on the back and say it's all good. And yeah, that's not to, like to pray it away. <laughs> right. And that's not to say that there aren't pastoral counselors i think we might have one on the line who's like taking her life in that direction but there are some pastors who just like you know they went to was it theological school and mm, now they seminary, seminary yeah. and now they just give you advice on your life um were we talking offline about the whole love and hip-hop we were and i also i just want to say remember we talked um maybe two weeks ago about chris lighty and Fat Joe saying that he was depressed yeah. for two years and he got like psychological counseling. But please go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just go ahead, Christy. Where, think... Well, from from where I stand, like in the section of mental health and faith, um, we talk about mental health a lot. Or no, I take that back. I have teachers who have pastored or currently pastored who make it a point to find teachable moments. Um, in class to talk about pastoral care. And I have a lot of teachers who emphasize the importance of knowing when you are out of your depth mm -hmm. as a pastor and knowing when, who to refer people to. Um, and them telling us that we should be, you know, as we're going through school, um, expanding art networks and, um, you know, meeting, finding mental health professionals who are um, particularly sensitive to people who do have um, faith because, you know, people who have faith may want um, their mental health providers to be aware of that so that they don't um, say things that kind of either belittle their faith mm -hmm. or that may not necessarily line up with their faith. And even sometimes to be able to give people techniques that don't feel like they are um, encroaching on their faith in any way. Because while a lot of people who um, may go to church have no problem with meditating, there are a lot of people who are, you know, deeply Christian or maybe even Muslim. I'm not so sure, but I only know from a Christian perspective that there are many, many people who are deeply Christian who think that meditation is a bad thing, that there's something that to empty your mind is to allow the devil in. And mm. so... Wow. There are many mental health pra uh, practitioners do need to be aware if their client's faith is, is of particular importance of them so that they know how to treat them in ways that they do not basically have to um, have their treatment conflict with their beliefs. And that um, should be one of the things that you're addressing when you're doing the intake. Right, right. But there are many people um, on the divinity side who, from my classmates, 
I'm not going to say they poo-poo the mental health stuff, but I don't think that they um, take seriously how important mental health is and the fact that, um, dude, you're not qualified to do anything other than refer somebody to a mental health counselor. And I mean, and I Um, I just want to say, I'm sorry, Christy, um, I just want to say that aside from the pastoral counseling, I mean, you can be a, a licensed therapist and you can be out of your depth. So it's important mm-hmm. to to know, I mean, we were talking about earlier and I was saying like, you know, there's just things that I'm not qualified to do. Um, so you have to be okay with saying like, that's not in my wheelhouse or the the problems that, and a good therapist will do this. A good therapist will say like, you know, you need somebody who is skilled in X, Y, Z, be that CBT, DBT, ACT, whatever is in the alphabet soup that you need. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Um I'm not saying personally with you, but in your experience or in your estimation, do you think it's possible that some uh, counselors might get entangled with emotional ties or hubris and not know how to back away because of that? Like, Not a like, good therapist. Okay. That, that's, a, that's a very quick and easy answer. I was, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's an easy way to answer. But you I mean, understand what I'm saying. I, I do. But if if you are a good therapist, then... You are okay with saying, because the first thing you should be doing is wanting the patient to get better. And you should be okay with saying, like, this patient has needs that I can't address. And if you're, you know, you you can offer to refer that person out. Um, If you are in an individual practice, if you are in a, a group practice, you know, you can still make the offer and like ask if anybody in the practice mm-hmm. is able to pick up this patient. So how does that happen? Like, and again, you don't have to get too far into it if you don't want to. But is that one of those things like you basically give your assessment as a professional? Like, OK, I have this patient that is presenting these things. This is what I'm getting off this patient. And does anybody feel like they have the, the time and the, the expertise to be able to handle this? Mm-hmm. Is- like I've seen it mm-hmm. in, in the group practice I'm in, I've seen where someone has said, okay, this person needs this particular treatment. I'm not trained in providing that. I think it would be very helpful for this person. Um, is anyone able to pick it, pick up? If you're not in a group practice and you are you, you network with other therapists, um, then one, you should tell the patient, like, I'm unable to meet your needs. I can right. refer you out mm-hmm. to someone, but I can't. I can't properly treat you, and and hubris should not even be a part of it. Not not in the industry. Um, not, I don't want to say industry, but not in when it comes into like public service. No, I don't because you you like you fucking around and you you're yeah. you're like legit dealing with people's lives, lives and their livelihood. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I agree. You know, I'm just saying when it comes to like. Law and order, when it comes to, I think in the most idealistic sense, if you're dealing with like the justice system, if you're dealing with, you're a EMT, if you're a doctor, if you're a a, a licensed um, mental health professional, these things or whatever, I think when it comes down to it, whatever, it has to be the people first that you're there to serve. It becomes about you and your capabilities and or your fears or something like that, I think a lot of bad things can come out of that. So that's the reason why I asked him the question I asked. And I thank you for it. And I mean, well, if you're... Ethically, there's also consequences. I mean, you know, malpractice is a thing that exists because if you mm-hmm. if you fuck with somebody and you fuck them up, like the reason why malpractice laws exist in any state 
whether it's building codes or um, mental health uh, practices or physical uh, health when it comes to like, you know, physical care for standards for nursing and stuff like that. Malpractice exists because the state has acknowledged that this person has an inordinate amount of power over you and or your health and your outcomes. And they have a certain standard that they have to be held to. So I hear what you're saying about, you know, what do people have to do, but there are ethical standards in place, you know, that professionally, you don't, you don't, you don't really get to get in your own way and be like, oh, I think I can treat this person, but I'm not sure. Like do that if you want, but if you fuck them up, they're going to sue you and the state Mm going to come for you and you may not be able to make a living at what you're doing again. So while you have to be mindful of who you pick for your mental health practitioners, you want to make sure that there's a good fit personally Mm -hmm. um between the two of you and your personalities there's a lot of things that i think and this this is a good conversation to have because there's a lot of concerns that people have where they feel like oh somebody's personal shit is going to get in the way but like there's ethical standards in place to make sure that like a lot of your personal shit can't get in the way of you and your patient or somebody who is reaching out to you for help. And I do believe, Takia can correct me if I'm wrong, that by law, if a therapist tells you that they cannot help you, they have to provide you references. And some locations will specify that Mm -hmm. there's a minimum amount of references that they have to provide you with. Right. They can't just leave you hanging. They can't just say, like, I can't treat you. Good luck. Right. Because first, do no harm. If you tell somebody I can't treat you, but you don't offer them any real recourse, then you are harming them because essentially they've come to you for help. And you're saying too bad, so sad. And that's that's not something that ethically is allowed medically in this country. Just like if you show up for emergency care, people have to provide you with treatment. If you show up and you say, I need mental health care, that person may not be able to help you. But ethically and legally, they have to provide you with resources for you to be able to get the help that you've come to them seeking. Okay, so two things. One, that that and yeah, y'all laid that out very well. Thank you. Um, this conversation kind of took me back to, and we don't have to jump back into it, but it just kind of took me back to some of our prior conversation in a few months back when we we're talking about thirteen reasons why, in terms of like how like, the counselor was a jackass. Yeah, there was that, but also we also there was also not too long ago that we were talking about a religious component term in terms of like you know like how. Like, you know, the religious folks might not actually like, you know, give enough time or attention or consideration to the the importance of mental health awareness and like how important that is to be able to delineate where your expertise lies. And um, I think that ties very well <laughs> into the Handmaid's Tale thing in terms of like in terms of like the narrative that makes you comfortable and what you're willing to go with and make law. And it's just like. When you said, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've heard people like with that type of mentality in terms of prayer, and, and I'm mean, excuse me as, as far as meditation and being a bad thing or whatever. But from my perspective, and I, I don't look at myself as a religious person. I look at myself as a very spiritual person. Um, I was raised with a Christian base. I have no problem telling people that or whatever. Um, and I look at prayer as a form of meditation. That's how I view it. So it's just like, I don't see anything wrong with meditation. I think meditation is a great way to center yourself. But like for people to think that meditation is bad, it's just like, wow, really? <laughs> it's just like. Absolutely. And, well, and not only that, but to me, you know, as somebody, you know, coming from, you know, a, a, a theology perspective, um, 
to me, it's sad that people don't understand that their own particular faith traditions have long histories of contemplative practices. And so, you know, there is a long, you know, history of Christians meditating in ways that, you know, seem very Christian-y, you know what I'm saying? But ultimately they are accomplishing, you know, and achieving some of the same mind states mm-hmm. that people are achieving with Eastern meditation. And so the sad thing to me is that many people don't actually understand how rich their own faith traditions are or how much faith traditions really have in common with each other because we're so used to a particular version that you know we've been taught and 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 we you know as people you know the the collective we we are we are we are famous for saying, you know, oh, it's tradition or we've done this because, you know, my mother taught me how to do this. Well, the reality is you just because your mother taught her you how to do this doesn't mean her mother taught her that or that her mother's mother taught her that. You know what I'm saying? Traditions grow and change all the time. Mm. Anything that people constantly do is a living thing and all living customs and traditions change, you know, and, and at first it's just little changes that, you know, seem like little nuances that, you know, 10, 20 years down the line or generations down the line, it looks drastically different from what it was in the beginning or, you know, what people were praying for, you know, now may not be what people were praying for originally 500 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I, I I always find it sad that people want to say, well, we do this this way because this is how it's always been done. Which is not, it's never the case when you're talking about religion. That's the right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Always like this you know what i'm saying at one point in time this was new to somebody mm-hmm. too yeah. and not only that but even what's old to you was presented to somebody in a different form you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like people i think are always quick to say feel like they know that they have the answer or the way that that has something has been done for thousands of years you know which is not the time case memorial unchanged and that's never the case and, and like just to you know, just... And, and really go ahead go ahead i, I thought you, i'm sorry go ahead Oh no! I was gonna say, really, it just t- t- people's um, people's being so emphatic about knowing everything really just kind of highlights how ignorant people really are of what they're supposed to be believing in. Yeah, because most people don't know why they are what they are. Most people don't know why they Baptist versus mm-hmm. Catholic mm-hmm. or Presbyterian, uh, and or don't question it either. Um, nope, nope. And um, so I I'm was gonna on. say, um. Christianity obviously is strikingly uh, like uh, is strikingly similar to Judaism in a lot of respects, obviously, because Christianity was grafted off of Judaism. But there are a lot of offshoots that people might not be aware of as well, like Platoism, like Platoism and Christianity have a lot of similarities. And if you haven't heard of Platoism, perhaps you should look it up. (laughs) But Mm. (laughs) Platoism has a lot of like I was reading. I was like, wow, this is like, oh okay all right like this seems a lot like christianity before christianity so it's just like um it's it's i'm not gonna say there's nothing new under the sun because that that would be kind of dismissive and that would kind of minimalize conversation but at the same time you know you have to be able to give consideration ladies and gentlemen that there are other things outside of your ready understanding that exist and can very well be like viable and true so with that, um, we're going to wrap up the conversation conversation on this end, but we're going to keep it going on the back end. We thank you so much for listening. We want to say uh, stay blessed. We are the usual suspects. T-Rich. K-Savage. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I am DaVinci Parks. And if you want to continue to listen to us, ladies and gentlemen, please remember we are on SoundCloud. We're on Facebook. Check out our page and our Facebook group. We are on Twitter at Flash Black Radio, at Flash Black News. And we are also on iTunes and Google Play and, of course, at www.flashblackradio.com. Until next time, stay blessed, stay woke. Peace.